0: How's it going, everybody? So I decided to rename the show uh, Stock Market Watchlist instead of Stock Market Bu- Bubble Watchlist or Stock Market Crash Watchlist. I just want to just look at good companies. I want to tell you and encourage you to buy during a crash. That's the first thing you need to know. Buying during a market crash is one of the best things you could do for yourself. Um, and, and the reason I say that is because you're getting great companies at a great discount. When you see one of your favorite items on clearance, for instance, at a store, do you ever stop and think, oh, this is so terrible, I'm getting a great deal on something I want? If you wanted Coca-Cola, for instance, the company itself before a market crash, when everything was fine, why would you not want Coca-Cola, to buy Coca-Cola as a company during a 30% or 40% dip? The thing is, the stock market, as I always say, is the only market Where people freak out during a dip. You gotta change your wiring on the way you think about it. So, uh, the reason I make these shows, obviously, is to try to encourage everybody to start thinking differently about how they see the market. Find the best of the best companies and buy them during a market crash because they have not only the cash on hand to survive, they have the resources, they have the established, uh, they have structure, right? They have everything they need. And, um, you just want to be, you want to try to get the ones who will still pay you a dividend, uh, who will still buy back stock, even when the even when things get rough. And even if they don't, even if they miss out on a quarter or two, you know that they'll be back up and running the way they should be in maybe three to six months, as an example. Um, I'm all about what people would like to call the dividend aristocrats. There's several great dividend companies that you can always uh, be a part of, and I think it's just, you're just smart as hell if you're a part of those types of companies, if you, if you get even just one share, even just one share of a great company. So today I want to talk about IBM, International Business Machines, one of my favorite companies. And um, I think uh, more people should have this in their portfolio. They, I haven't looked at them in a little bit of time, so I'm not going to lie. I know they've been around for a while, and in the world of tech, there's a part of me that questions... If IBM is keeping up with the pack, I guess, a little bit. Now, I'm not a big believer in competition. I really just don't care much about competition, to be quite frank. Um, But what I am all about, what I'm really all about deep down is... um, does the company have good products? Do they have a lot of good services? Or are they a mixture of different products and services essentially? Um IBM in the tech world is still a necessary, uh, a necessary in my opinion. And we'll go over we'll go over them here in just a second. So let's pull up let's just pull up all the data. Uh let's go down a little bit. Their earnings are incredible. Uh let's see. They're still a great business company and IBM still has its place in the world. Um I mean if you look at their earnings beat, they really do beat the earnings. It's pretty impressive. So you gotta you gotta give props to this company. Um let's see what else we got here. But yeah, there, there let's see here. This, this will take just a second though. I'm looking at the rest of this. There's a there's information about the company, which I think everybody should know. Um ballistic look here. So yeah, the the great thing is International Business Machines uh, Corporation provides integrated solutions and services worldwide. Its cloud and cognitive software segment offers software for vertical and domain-specific solutions in various application areas, and customer information control system and storage, uh, and analytics, and integration software solutions in support client mission. Uh, on-premise workloads in banking, airline, and retail industries. It also offers middleware and data platform software, including Red Hat that enables the operation of clients' hybrid multi-cloud environments and cloud packs. WebSphere distributed analytics uh, platform software, Um, such as DB2 uh, distributed uh, information integration and enterprise content management, as well as Lot. Uh, blockchain and AI Watson platforms. The company's global business services segment offers business consulting services, uh, system integration, uh, application management, uh, maintenance and support services for packaged software, and finance, procurement, talent, and engagement. The industry specific uh, business process. Outsourcing services, its global technology services segment provides IT infrastructure and platform services and project-managed outsourcing uh, and cloud-delivered services for enterprise IT infrastructure environments and IT infrastructure support services. The company's systems segment offers uh, servers for businesses, cloud service providers, and scientific computing organizations, data storage products, and solutions. An enterprise operating system as well as Linux. Its global financing segment provides lease, installment payment, loan financing, short term working capital financing, and remanufacturing and remarketing services. The company has a collaboration alliance with GK Software, SE, to enhance retail innovation and customer uh, omnichannel experience and hybrid cloud technology. Uh, The company was formerly known as Computing uh, Tabulating Recording uh, Company. The company was incorporated in uh, 1911 and is headquartered in Armonk, New York. So basically, they've been around for a while. They have a lot of different segments to their business. They're very huge. Uh, They're an incredibly huge company. Um, If you want to know why I recommend them, I... Yahoo Finance will say they're overvalued. I still think a P.E. ratio of 23.8 is not exactly overvalued. They do seem to exceed their earnings uh, estimates. So they seem to beat. They met. They beat. See, they beat, beat, beat. I mean, they keep beating their earnings estimates. Now, they may have a time where they fall short, and it's possible. But IBM is so huge that it's... I don't really doubt this company at all. I look, I'm not a cult follower of this company, but I do appreciate this company. And I'm a big tech guy. I love IBM. And look at their market cap is $126.34 billion. That's a huge market cap. PE ratio 23.8. Incredible. Let's look at their 52 week range. So the 52 week range is $105.92 for the lowest of low in the last 52 weeks. Uh, Their highest of the high, one hundred fifty-two dollars and eighty-four cents. It's a bit of a range. It fluctuates. Like I said, the market is always volatile. Uh, To remind people, markets are volatile. You want to buy on the lowest of the low. You want to buy when people are selling off and freaking out, and that's the best time to buy. And International Business Machines is the company for you, in my opinion, for everybody. Uh, Now, if you don't like the tech stocks, I get it, Um, but I still think there are some companies you should buy on the dip. Are they as sexy as some of the other tech brands? Are they as sexy as Apple? No, they're not as sexy as Microsoft. They're not as sexy as... um, Hell, Tesla's a tech company. They're not as sexy as Tesla, but they are, in my opinion, extremely undervalued. Now, it does say overvalued in the ratings, but I still think 23 times price over earnings. I think IBM always has room for growth. Um, Have they been a little stagnant with their earnings? I, I think so. It's tough to say. When I look at these earnings, I see. Well, what do I see? Let's see. I mean, there are quarters. They have really great quarters, but there are also times where they seem to fluctuate on earnings. So is this a company you should buy right now? Maybe not. Um, you may want to actually wait when it hits a 52-week low. But if you think about it this way, they're kind of close to their 52-week high um, by about 12 bucks. Like I said, I always tell people this. If you want to get your foot in the water, foot in the door at least with certain companies, just buy a share. In today's age, you could buy a share and get away with it. You know, you could buy just one single measly little share and just say, I'm good for the day. You don't have to pay any commissions. You're fine. And um, yeah, you're good. So in conclusion, let's, uh, Get out of the window capture. I like their earnings. I like first off. I also not only just like their earnings. I just like IBM as a company in general. um I'll always be a big fan of of IBM overall. I just think yeah. What's this real quick anyway? Uh, the one thing I know about IBM is they're going to be around for a while. I just I don't think they're going anywhere. And I think if anybody thinks they're going anywhere, they're foolish. But you know I can't speak for everybody. You know but um. But yeah, I think IBM's here to stay. They're too big. They're just too big. And then they have too many products and services. That's the whole point. Uh, they're a well-diversified machine with what they have. So if one segment of their business starts sucking, they have all the other segments of their business still making massive amounts of profit. Um, people do like to say that IBM is still technically a dinosaur in the world of tech. And you people are right, in a, in a sense. They are kind of a dinosaur. They're not... I think they still innovate, but they don't innovate at the rate um, all these other tech companies are. And it's it's interesting. I still don't think they should be underestimated, though, and I think that they're a safe dividend uh, company. I didn't go over their dividend. That's a shocker. So their forward dividend and yield, so $6.56 per year is what you get for per share uh, in their yearly yield is for the moment is 4.65%. They honestly they have a great dividend and I think if people are not taking advantage of a great dividend like that um also they have evidence of dividend growth over time which is pretty impressive. So I think I think people should keep all of these factors in mind, check out their full balance sheet on Yahoo Finance. Let me see if I can find their full balance sheet. I never know where to look on Yahoo Finance for full balance sheets. So let me see if I can actually uh, pull up. I think it's in financials. I want to say it's in financials, so let me see. Oh, here we go. Income statement. Sweet. Okay, so if you ever want to find uh, the, the financial statement, just go to financials. When you're in the... Actually, let me just show you the screen real quick. I'll screen capture. So when you're in Yahoo Finance, so let's say you're in the summary blah, blah, blah. Here's the summary. And you want to go check out their balance sheet, just go to financials. Now, this is the where, this is the creme de la creme. You know, you get to understand what their operating income is. You get to know like their operating expenses. You get the full works. So you get to understand like, what's their revenue? What's their, what's their earnings? You know, what are they actually taking home for themselves at the end of the day after they're paying all their operating costs, all their employees? Um, I even believe uh, shareholders and stuff, so it, it, it's fun to look at this information, and I think it's good to just get used to reading balance sheets, because if you want to be a great investor, you got to look at these balance sheets, and, and they're not tough, you just got to get used to them, I you know it looks intimidating when you look at all these, all these numbers, all these things, but if you look at each and every single part of the balance sheet, one of these days I'll have to do a video on, on how to read a balance sheet properly and what each element indicates, but... From everything I've seen, I'm a huge fan of IBM. I don't think they have a whole shit ton of debt. Um, and I think that they're an expanding business. So I I don't doubt IBM. not even for a second. I think they're just a great company overall. But um, let's kind of keep this short. I've been trying to keep more of these episodes short because all I'm really talking about is just the company itself, the basics. Um, I really just like going over the PE ratio. Sometimes if I feel it's necessary, I'll probably go over a little more over the balance sheet. But I do recommend after every one of these videos that you do yourself a favor and just simply check out um, the financial statements on on these companies through Yahoo Finance. It's incredible. And uh, maybe I will start linking those URLs that I'm checking out into the videos. So that way you have a... A reference point and an ability uh, to check them out as well. But anyway, thank you guys for taking the time to view this video. Um, you know, just utilize the tools at hand. Yahoo Finance is really great. I like Google Finance. I think it's Google Finance is great for beginners, but honestly, it doesn't give you the full picture of the company. Yahoo Finance definitely gives you a fuller picture, um, and, and you're not missing out on much. Well, I mean, you, you you are missing out on a lot when you're when you're using Google Finance. When you're using Yahoo. Uh, finance, you really get a full picture of the company. Uh, Balance sheets, uh, just about everything. You know, get a real up-close look. So yeah, finance gets the job done. You get to understand the balance sheet a little bit better. But anyway, I'm talking a little too much. I will go on to the next video and uh, next audio stream. Thank you guys for taking the time to view this